0: Of course, he's got his own opener. The magic man himself is Miles Fitzner. Magic, thanks for your time.
1: Hello, Kano. How are you, mate? We're
0: here for the ultimate celebration, the Osborne rooftop and bar, Commercial Road, South Yarra. W- what happens after the Melbourne Cup, Fitz? Has it settled down a bit for you or not?
1: Well, you go to the Osborne rooftop most of the time. That's where we had a drink out of the cup <laughs> last year. But um, it, look, after this week, it does start to quieten down. Oh, the pinnacle started Ascot um tomorrow so we fire up in wa and so most of the form analysts get to take a break but the guys that like to to do five states of which i like to do then Mm -hmm. it's sort of you go into another carnival and then that sort of semi rolls into maybe adelaide and then you're into the autumn and then you're into so you don't really get a break unless it's sort of june july but um this is kind of the end of it here for melbourne though this weekend
0: All right. You're going to stick around for after the news headlines. I I hope you're okay to do that. Yeah, I am. I want to ask you about, so I love high performance and preparation. And I, now, not not that I don't think you're a high-performing athlete, Fitzy, but I love your high performance at your craft and your preparation. And I, and I, I say that honestly. So I want to ask you and pick your brain about your prep, what goes into it, how many hours you spend on it, and then at the end, uh, I'm going to get you to find us a tip or two. But just before the news, what is your favourite racetrack around the country? What, what's the best racetrack in the country, according to you?
1: Yeah, the favourite racetracks are the ones that you have the most success. So probably Sandown for me, um, both Sandown tracks um, and, and Ascot in WA are probably the two that I find um, over the last 10 or 12 years of keeping my stats that I'm most successful. I do tend to go okay at Randwick, but... Um, but they're the two Sandown and, and, and Ascot, and you seem to have better tracks. You get a read of. Oh, I'm not a great judge of leaders, um, so mm. I steer clear of Mooney Valley and a few of those sort of sort of tracks. But um, yeah, you have your favourites, but it just depends on what suits and how you do form. And when you build it up over enough period of time, it sort of it tells you rather than you telling it. If that makes any sense.
0: Alright, Fitzy's a man of the people. So if you want to have your say and ask him a question, I'm not the racing expert, clearly. That's why we've got him on. 1 three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736. He's more than happy to speak to you. I'm gonna ask him about his prep. No one puts in more time into his craft than Fitzy, which I love and respect. Fitz Magic is here with us. 1 three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 736 is the open line number. Heaps of text coming through. We'll work our way through those in the next half an hour or so. For 40 Winks, the Tempur-Tex, the all-new Tempur-Pro, is Tempur's most adaptive mattress ever. It's here. It's a mattress like no other. So, Fitzy, you do long stints on air, and to do that, you need to be prepared. What does your preparation look like so you can give the punters what they want?
1: Uh, well, to, to sum up a week, on, I suppose with Wednesday trackside, I'm still doing five cards on a Wednesday. So that'll start probably Monday afternoon and most of the day Tuesday. Uh, to, to prep for the card. So that's replays uh, and doing your form. I essentially do three drafts. So one's uh, the first look with horses that I've either black book recognised or taken out of the races before. Then mm-hmm. the secondary look is uh, I'm going back through the replays um, and, and trying to line up the races that I want to tip in. Um, so so uh, And then the third look is, is the final draft where I'm putting my final numbers in. Am I playing yes or no? So I run sort of three books. I still do it by hand. I don't do it digitally. Um, a card, depending on whether or not you're across the pool of horses, I mean, it's a bit like footy. The more you're in it, the more you know. Um, yeah. So um, when you're right in it, in the thick of it, they take you a bit less. But a card can take me sort of anywhere from two to four hours. Um, so if you do five, it can take anywhere from 10 to 15, sometimes 16 hours. But this time of year, you put lines through races. So to give you an idea for this Saturday, there's around 48 races that I've looked at. Um, I'll, I'll probably tip in about thirty-three to thirty-five of them. I'll tip, yeah. uh, and of the thirty-three to thirty-five, I'm probably betting in close enough to about twenty. So um, th- that's where a lot of people will come for me, you know, saying, oh, "If I pick, f- I'm going to give you five best from the five states uh, at the end of this, and and more than likely those five best are going to be five favourites now because they're the the five best of thirty-five races. So um, I'm not going to go and give you $10 pops because I'm, I'll be tipping them on air, but they're not the best or don't have the most likelihood of winning. So yep. um, that's where it's hard to explain sometimes to the average punter. I, I get hate mail probably just as often as you do. Um, tell,
0: me, tell, me, tell me about that. What what uh, people give you grief for ones you've got wrong, or they say it's too obvious. Oh, it, it's earlier. a bit. That... A
1: lot of people probably think that if you go and tip five best, they're the five favourites, I could have picked that. Well, that's okay, but you've actually got to put your money where your mouth is and, and, and probably declare them. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, someone just said then off the text, Miles is is copying other experts' best bets and then claiming them as his own. I mean, you just cop it all the time, mate. <laughs> that's coming in straight away. It's
0: well, a, welcome to the world. Oh, you, and look, you wouldn't I, be doing your job if you weren't getting some well, strong feedback.
1: Well, and that's the whole thing. And, and look, I wouldn't be here if, if it hadn't worked over the last three years, let alone the last 12. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's really easy um, nameless accounts, as you know, Okay, no, I don't yeah. complain. Um, there's plenty of people that like backing them that have made money off them, and I think my record speaks for itself. So why have you
0: resisted going digitally? I know we're getting to the nuts and bolts of your prep here. Why, why are you still doing it by hand with a, with a pen and paper?
1: Well, well, what I did was I, I started to probably try to use a ratings, uh, some rating system, um, which would give me where horses were in run, um, and then what they would run on a peak or a benchmark figure. And I tried to incorporate that to save time, but I found that my results actually dipped. Um, and I don't know whether or not I just didn't stick it that long enough, but you've just probably got to back your eye. And growing up around mm. it my entire life, and racing horses my entire life, and my family doing it, that, that sometimes your eye's as good as any. And I think when I just probably stick to just straightforward eye, um, that's when you're better off. Um, there are days I jump on air on a Sunday where I haven't been able to catch up and I tell the listeners, look, I've got probably two or three meetings here I wasn't able to do and we do them on the fly and some days we go well and some days we don't. But now, those that follow it and know and understand, uh, they're not the ones that come for you. It's always, you know, as Mark Fine once said, it's always the people sleeping in their mother's basement that will never own a lawnmower outright, Kane, that, that are the ones that complain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't Cam Luke carry on? On the SEN track with tipping the Melbourne Cup. He's going to get a bit ahead of himself. You're pulling back in the line or what? Absolutely not. Now, we're in the entertainment business too. So we cop some heat where
1: they say you carry on about a, a pop. But you remember Cam Luke's declared that as he's got a Melbourne Cup ticket at $27 in June... So the hardest thing to do in racing is to get a futures ticket a long way out and beat the market, okay. and that's so what he what did. What was it
0: paying like before it jumped? What did it come into? I think he
1: got ten bucks I think he got twenty seven dollars, and it was nine dollars on the day. But he, but he came out and put his money where his mouth was, three or four months out, and said, you know, I think a couple of years ago I had Mass Crusader in the Everest that, at fifty one dollars that ran second by a pip to Nature Strip. And I'd said that six months earlier, and I mean, if you wanted to see Carry On, you would have seen it. But I mean, I would have also won a small Caribbean island if it had got home. So,
0: well, he just put up on his socials that he's just ducked off to LA. So, is he is he spent his winnings on an overseas trip? As uh, he pro- last
1: prob- probably, probably, wow. Well, and well, see, I mean, see the good the with the bad. Band. Someone said you've picked the first five winners at Ascot Derby Day. Well, I told him not to bet at Melbourne, but. People don't listen. That's that's what well, it's all the, about. The,
0: the trick I've got to tell you, I've been doing it just a just a touch longer. Than, you just ignore the text. Like if I mean, sometimes you need a pad and the texts are great, but you don't get captivated by the text. It's too distracting. If you read out every text and you're looking at everyone that came through, it's too distracting. They're just there as a tool, Miles. You don't you don't need to get distracted or get uh, defensive off the text line.
1: Yeah. Well, what what I try to do is I, I'm. Because I'm from the country, you I try to be involved in, you want to know about people and I know about people that are yeah, doing it. You're you know. a man
0: of the people. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what, and so if you text, it's sort of a bit like Dwayne. If you text in, I'll read it. And that's where on Sunday, we spend most of the show reading the text, but the listeners yeah. make the show. So yeah. it's not yeah. even. I'd, we, rather,
0: I'd rather them ring though. I'd much rather you ring one three hundred seven you have got your own SEN number and, and get them on and speak to them that way. Otherwise, I think it get, just gets a bit distracting off, off the text. We love the text, but they're just there as a tool and, and not to be distracted by. All right, what, what what are we looking at this weekend? Give us your best.
1: Right, I'll just go quickly. Thousand guineas is wild. Kimochi and Arctic glamour, you can take them over. 7 dollars $10. Call Volante and Skybird but are too easily picked. Um, most can look at those, but I'm going to take value in, out and around it. Uh, I'll go to the Sir Rupert Clark, I am me each way, the two I am me. $2.90, the place is Rogue as horse that ran in behind Imperatries, which I took on at a stupid price, um, $8.50 and $2.90. I'm with I am me there. And back to the Blue Sapphire, I'm with um, Brave Mead to beat Arkansas Kid. So they're the features. We'll go to the bests. Um, and, look, you can say what you like or play where you want. I'll start at the Sunny mm. Coast, race 10, number one, party for two. Uh, Sunshine Coast, 10-1. We go to Caulfield, race 10, number two, She Dances. We'll be well found there. The rest of the racing's pretty difficult, um, but it'll be well found. Most people will have it. Uh, Newcastle, race five, number 12, I'm in to win. Up at Newcastle, race five, number 12, I'm in to win. At Morfordville, I wanted to see where this horse was going to run, and it is going to go to Morfordville. It's currently 2-10. It'll start a lot shorter than that. Race two, number four, Poison Chalice. And then at Ascot, we go west. West is best this weekend, too. We've got a preview coming up on the Form Lounge. Race two, number two, Special Sort. Um, and uh, yeah, I've never been, managed to find a Special Sort myself, Kano, but uh, <laughs> hopefully Special sort, sort will get us She's done. Out there. For, She's no, out no, there. No, no, for I've, you. I've found a very good one of late, a very, very good one good. of late. So, right. But they are, they are the best. And if you're having one tonight, I've had a small nibble on Sans Dute, Race eight, number two. I know the listeners like one on the Friday night, especially on this show. All right, where can we hear you over the weekend? Uh, well, um, Form Lounge now, 12 till 1 on the weekend. I'm not sure yet, but I might be doing winners in the morning for Gareth. But Trackside tomorrow, 12 till 6. And then on Sunday, 11 through till 6 for uh, the Betfair Edge and Trackside again. So big weekend of racing coming up.
0: The SEN track team are flying. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And I told you Miles was a man of the people. Steve has sent us a text. Corn, you're right about Miles. He's a genuine man of the people. He gave me a call during COVID lockdown when I was doing it tough and said if there's anything he can do, give him a bell. And he will always be grateful for that, says Steve. Outstanding, mate. Keep up the good work. Thanks for your time.
1: Thanks, Kano. Thanks for having me on and thanks to the listeners. Look after each other. It's a festive season.
0: Beautifully done, Miles Fitzner there. You'll hear him with the magnificent SEN track team.